0: Hello and welcome to Clive Shed, Doctor Who Rewatch Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Perry, and with me today are... And Greg. Okay, in today's episode we're going to talk about episode 3 of season 1, The Unquiet Dead. Now, Greg, what do you think of this episode?
1: It's probably the strongest so far, in my opinion. It's much more coherent, it has this... This um, really strong plot line throughout. And yeah, like it sets up a lot of what comes back later, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a very, very good episode.
0: Yeah, I think it's the best... Uh, I think it's probably the most defining episode so far. To, in comparison to Rose and Antwo- uh, well, End of the World. So, James... What do you think of this episode?
2: Yeah, because this episode isn't. Yeah, this episode's good. It's not like obviously it doesn't have to, like be the first episode. It's not the first episode. It's not even a follow-up episode to the like the first, which is usually especially for a reboot, just as important as the first. It's now an episode that's like in its stride, more of a more of a standard episode. Going through.
0: Yeah.
2: And yeah.
1: Uh... Yeah, the groove has been established.
2: Yeah, this is like. Now we've now we're done with setup. We're now we're running. Do you know what I mean we we've, we've learned to walk? Now we're starting to run. This is what this episode is, um. And yeah, it does set up a lot of stuff and a lot of RTD mythology. More than I thought it would did. So yeah.
0: Yeah it um. So, I think what's I think. I personally really like this episode. It's a very kind of. Uh Doctor it has it kind of brings a lot of morality into it that weren't in the past two uh, were in the past two episodes. So it's yeah. like you know, doing the right thing.
2: And having it blow up in your face.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you know, Rose is uh she's just alright with it. She's fine. Yeah. You know. I like the fact that we have our first it is our first, isn't it? Uh, like cold open kind of thing.
2: No, yeah, of no, like no, no, cold open. no. Oh, cold open as in established a setting more than just where the Doctor and Rose are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because obviously the the one prior did that.
0: Because we're with Gwyneth, the yeah. uh, ancestor of Gwen. Somehow, even though she dies. Yeah. You know. So. But no, maybe the they big bad wolf. Bit. Oh, I mean, the thing is, right? It's the, really Welsh. <laughs> it's, oh, it's really I like Welsh. that though. I really like. The, I like the fact that it goes, like, it's Wales. In, yeah, in Cardiff, I mean, like, as as yeah. Welsh
1: as you can get.
2: Yeah, these people are from up there, Brecon.
0: Bre- that is the <laughs> best line because it's such a it's <laughs> so out of nowhere. But I love the RTD humour. No, it's not RTD. It's um, Mark Gatiss. Mark Gatiss, and it comes across as Mark God. Gatiss humour. It really does come across yeah. like, kind of, like League of Gentlemen yeah. kind of. You can you can picture that kind of joke, in both in that series. Swansea. So, yes, yeah, Swansea. <laughs>
2: it's League of
0: Hmm. Uh, but alas, Doctor Who, not League of Gentlemen. Log. That's that's another series we could do. But um, yeah, I think this episode. It's like it's like the first version of kind of like Vincent the Doctor kind of thing.
2: Yeah, historical figure. Yeah.
0: It is, but I like how I feel like this is the probably one of the best done historical figure episode in new in the new documentary. Okay, so
2: we've got okay, let's just go to it. We have Charles Dickens, we have I think they have a histography of each series, they don't do it multiple times because we've had
0: Well we've got um Agatha Christie, we've had Rosa Parks. Four. Shakespeare Winston Churchill
2: Shakespeare Shakespeare Charles Dickens and Queen Victoria. Yeah, I think I think it's at the cap to one per series.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: So you don't run well, out <laughs>
0: I think this is probably one of the best for the interactions between the Doctor yeah, and... Yeah, definitely,
1: and it's not like he's hyped up.
0: No, but like... You know, he becomes he's part like, of it. He's like, I'm your number one fan. You know, and he's like... It's just, it's a very... Chris Ruckson absolutely nails it. That it does, like... Yeah. In fact, this entire this entire episode he nails playing the Doctor. Like, yeah,
2: this is this is like you could even like attributes like I I like the, the Doctor being a fanboy is a very big part of uh, um you know uh, sorry um uh, he the Doctor being a fanboy is part of what the Doctor does, especially in historical figure episodes. I'm such a big fan.
0: I think what was great though is the fact that he doesn't. He, because of what's happening, he doesn't realize who he is.
2: Yeah, he's so, he's so, and it's um, only
0: when he kind of realizes. Yeah, but it's it's one of those great kind of like. You feel, you know, for um for this character, for Charles Dickens, it's you know he's a, you know, a very remarkable writer. And it's, you know, his work is historic. It is essentially timeless, isn't it, you know? Which is why it lasts forever, mm. as the Doctor says. And so, when the Doctor is fanboying over him, pretty much everyone who's watching that can understand what he's on about.
2: Yeah. He's catching whereas, up. Whereas, yeah.
0: Yeah. Whereas there are some other episodes where it's like, what? what's What's going on here? I don't really know who this historical figure like
2: Yeah. It's
0: and it doesn't do anything too egregious with it. Like um
2: no, I like
0: it's in in Rosa. Oh, i you know, oh, 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 historical, you... sorry.
2: The bus scene. The,
0: no, 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 no. No, I mean the how for some reason he brings in like Martin Luther King and stuff. And yeah,
2: like, I understand it's that. Like
0: that what, it's it's the whole that's a bit that's focus a bit. on one historical figure. Mm, but, oh, Nikola as well.
2: Yeah, just I. But to not be honest. Familiar.
1: bringing in Edison as well. It was you know it was related.
0: Yeah, yeah. But really, I feel like
1: yeah.
0: Rosa bringing in the others, it they weren't needed there, and so like if if in this episode they had some more historical figures, it would have been a bit like walking it down. Why? Yeah, like it's it's, it's, it's how
2: related it to the story, really. I think that that's the, that's the key with it.
0: I absolutely love the fact that this one, is isn't like a lot of the other ones where it's like the uh, ce- the celebrity essentially yeah. is kind of like relegated no, to the background. No, Dickens here,
1: you know, he becomes an actual character
0: in the story. Involved, really, and he's he's the one who yeah. saves them. If, you know, he is. Like, and know also, what better
1: setting for Charles Dickens to pop up than uh, surrounded story. by ghosts? Yeah.
2: Mm. And that's the thing with Mark Gatiss episodes. He's all, he he's clearly like when he's self-commit. Like yeah, he's known as being like a big horror nut. Like, mm. and all his episodes are all like these creepy, for the most part, creepy sort of horror episodes. All the ones he writes. Yeah, they're all like like League of Gentlemen is borderline horror
0: some of it is there are other bits that are a lot more like but... honestly if it wasn't for the yeah. laugh track Tubbs
2: and Edward would, 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 would like are like Pennywise oh, yeah. like <laughs> but
0: well and Mr
2: oh Papa Lazarus
0: Papa, yeah Papa Lazarus one, and Mr Lazarus <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah, back to Doctor Who uh, the whole the whole like the Gelf yeah. trekking the Doctor it's such a it's such a like obvious thing. Yeah. But it's also like the doctor is the doctor, so he can't leave them in there.
2: It's the doctor it's the doctor's um empathy taking over his 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 compassion for others will always be his downfall.
0: But you see that's my yeah. problem slightly when you compare this to episodes like um Pfizer Pompeii when he saves Pick Poldy's character yeah. and his family. It's like, why wouldn't you? If you did, if you tried to save the guilt and you had like such a like, I'm going to save these people. They were gonna die anyway. You didn't have to do anything. You just left them there. I think it's and also because what?
2: it's also because of the war. We, its guilt, They're guilt tripping. It him. is.
0: It is. That's that you the, can tell. That's, that's
2: that. the point. They're guilt tripping him.
0: Does he say? Does the doctor? Because I I don't know, but I don't think he mentions, or I don't think anyone calls him the doctor during their uh, conference call to the void. You know, when they're chatting to them, and then they're all like, "Oh, save us, please." I don't think anyone mentions the doctor. No. But then when when they go down to the morgue, they say, "Doctor," you know, like, "Thank you, doctor."
2: Ah. So hmm.
0: like they know who A bit he is. Inconsistent there. I don't, I don't think it's inconsistent. No, I think it's more like. I think it's meant to be like they know who he is. And, they're using... and in the moment he doesn't pick it up. Yeah. yeah. I think I would. I'd love to see a kind of variation of a scene like this where, you know, Gwen. Gwenith, sorry. Is the, like, conduit for these things. And someone just shoots her. Mm. It's like, well, saved it. Yeah.
2: But no, I think. This episode's good, and I like it. Like, this is like where they start feeding in like story arcs. They start, um, like the like actually explicitly start to name the war, yeah. The time, I think, even this is they even call it like the time war in this.
0: Well, they do, no, they do. They say say the time war, don't they?
2: I think they they're
0: talking about the you know, the time war, like, oh, we're trapped in here. Uh, it's weird.
2: They talk about the big it's... bad wolf and like, uh, basically, Gwyneth has the shining.
0: I love how
1: it is the shining how, literally. Like, yeah,
0: it is. It's so unexplained mm. because, and I love how she's just like she. I like how she refers to Rose. She's doesn't she call her wild or something? Because she looks all posh, but she sounds wild or something like that. 'Cause like fails
2: to betch Delta. Yeah. You know.
0: Oh my god. It really does Wait, like no, d- How does it? Does
2: it? Yeah. Has to have a comment. Oh yeah, because
0: they're talking about a guy oh, oh my.
2: They oh. and it's not like they just mention like somebody in the past. But it's how they talk about it. It's like ooh. Yeah.
0: There's a bit But to be fair it can, it does also work for the moment.
2: Yeah, I get.
0: Like, it's a bit of chatting. Like, I, yeah. they're not trying to focus I keep, on the situation. I keep, I keep forgetting
2: that Rose is like nineteen.
0: Yeah, she is nineteen. Yeah, so I think. I think she's going to be talking about kind of stuff like that.
2: Yeah, like, like, yeah, but it's just—it's oh my god! Like the rift.
0: I would love see right. I would love to see more characters with this shining power. Mm. Because he, because she can't least... just be the only one. I think yeah.
2: they have had not like this but I know they've, they've
0: had... had one or two but
2: Ooh Chloe Webber
0: Do not bring <laughs> Chloe Webber up <laughs> <laughs> She does not exist. That no, that episode didn't happen.
2: Oh it will. Do
0: you know what's funny about that episode? the uh, the Chloe Webber's Bit fear hurt. her. It's included on the DVD for is it Is it Doomsday?
2: Makes sense. It's the one before Doomsday, yeah. Um, army yeah. of Ghosts.
0: Yeah, Doomsday and Plan, mm-hmm. but Doomsday. It's on that DVD because they know no one else wants it. Like, so they're like, we'll just chuck that one. <laughs> it's such a because they know you want Doomsday I, I, and the I Army mean, of Ghosts, but you don't want I Fear Her.
2: To and
0: yeah, that, but anyway, yes. Like that power, I mean, like, because Clover Baba, she doesn't have that power. No. She has the power to, like, bring things. Yeah. But I feel like that could be such a cool. It's
2: the more possession of otherworldly things. That's what we mean by the shite.
0: Yeah. Just imagine, right, if we had a companion with that power. Just to really throw a wrench in the works.
2: I think they will. that would be interesting. They need to, I hopefully, pray to God, Chimnall. Create a bloody god that you do something that's not somebody from contemporary Earth who's just a generic face. Again,
0: why not? Well, that's exactly what we want. No, no, do Victorian
2: England. Do just do that. Like have that sort of like, yeah, we need that.
0: We've already had Victorian England. No, we haven't. What? I mean,
2: companion from Victorian times.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, companion we, from the yeah, past. Yeah, or
2: companions from uh, from a different planet. That probably is a bit hard to do, but they could still try, but he needs to do something. No,
0: I don't think I don't think like that. Like if you did someone there are some there must be some uh, characters that would be cheap enough to do yeah, uh, for a long time. Characters
2: from the past.
1: Yeah, I think no, no, the no, last I mean, like... time they did that was um back in the sixties with um Jamie and Victoria. Hmm. Because we
2: got close with Clara. Uh, Cockney me oh, yeah. and she she's the best version of. Cl- <laughs> um,
0: she has more of a I character. Yeah. yeah, she has way yeah, more. Yeah, no, team. every 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 companion is from the future. Uh, Concept- sorry, present. Yeah, most well, mostly. I feel like a yeah, like an alien. Wow. Well, actually, no, sorry, Vastra is an alien companion and Strax.
1: But they're not companions. They're friends. They no, they stay in Victorian London.
0: I oh, know, but they're, they're, they're in enough episodes that you could call them companions. No, for, I, I, they're more allies. For, t- for those stories. Recu- recurring characters, oh, yeah, like, surely. Yeah, like. but I feel like you could do aliens of some sort. Like, like,
2: Sarah Jane Adventures does this better. With Luke. God damn it. Like, Do you know what I mean? Like, Luke's not a real person.
0: No, no, he is not. Because he's like a. He's the bane.
2: But what I mean is, he's not just a he kid from weird. contemporary. Well, he is. You know what I mean? It's. They've gone out of the way to make him just not just an everybody who lives down the. Down, you know what I mean?
0: I feel like that's the problem. We need someone who has skill. Mm. Because. And a skill they use, not just like. Not just like Ryan's disability that comes and goes. When whenever they. Yeah, it when, seems Important, mm. <laughs> yeah. like if we had a character who was, uh, I don't know, trained as like
2: psychic, <sighs> basically, the a
0: psychic. because it's easy. Just a psychic to... is not that is not a job, <laughs> no, technically,
2: like Charles Xavier. <laughs> Charles Xavier, Charles Xavier. I,
0: I know, but I meant like you know, I know Martha's technically like trained in medical stuff, kind of. But she's not really. She doesn't do anything with it, does she? Like, Rose is a thicko. And we know she is. She didn't even get A levels. Like, come on. But just a character who has a bit more to them.
2: Yeah, like has like an ability, but like like the shine. Thing. No, not <laughs>
0: we're well, not just an ability, but just even just a skill. Like, oh, I know how to do this. I'm really good at hacking. Yeah, or something like. So the doctor doesn't always use the sonic screwdriver because their friend, the hacker, can just you know hack into stuff. Like, yeah. Already, like that was it. That was a thing. Um, Lady Christina D'Souza was it?
2: Yeah, the the jewel thief.
0: Yeah, she in her in that episode, she did more with her set of skills than majority of the other companions have.
2: Because she had a set of skills.
0: Yeah, but anyway. It... Yeah, back, back back to the uh, <laughs> second episode, third episode. So, Greg, who's yes. your favourite character in this episode?
1: Oh, see, that's difficult because I like all these characters, but I'd say, um, I'd say the old guy. He's just he's just so funny. Yeah, he's just got some great
0: lines. He is. He's weak because he's not evil. No. But he's, but he's not good. But he's not a, he's a, like, a good person, he's, really. He's a
2: bit of a perv. I actually thought they were going to go as far as having like, a necrophiliac joke in this.
0: No, 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 no. That'd be. That'd, that'd be low hanging fruit.
1: Mm. You know, all the dead bodies around.
0: I mean. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. James, who is your favourite character?
2: It's probably Gwen. I mean, because she's like, because she's obviously the main character, really, of the episode, and it's just interesting, like, because it's like, it's interesting seeing like this, like, my like Torchwood now. How this series has three characters that will star in Torchwood, that are actually like, well, well, it has okay, it's three actors who will be in Torchwood. It has two characters who will be in Torchwood. Tish being in the next episode.
0: Well. It has three char- it has three characters who are connected to Torchwood. Yeah,
2: but one Cause, one cause... through, one through the shitty. I mean, not good, right? Like just like cheesy.
0: <laughs> a connection that doesn't actually work. Yeah, because just, to, just when eat. it dies. So how is she related to a woman? And how do they look exactly the... the same? No, no, the, the exactly the same thing does kind of make sense because that does happen, but. And I mean, it is, like, you know... That, right, Gwyneth and Gwen is not as bad as, as, um... uh, Martha and...
2: Is it Alicia? Alicia? No.
1: Oh, yeah, that's bad. That is bad, that one. Oh, yeah, Martha's cousin, isn't it?
0: Martha's cousin, who looks identical. Are you sure they're cousins or not just identical twins? Like... (sighs) Like, That was such a... Yeah, but basically that kind of thing, like, this makes sense because they are, uh, it's ancestry, kind of relations, whatever, Hmm. whatever you'd call that, hereditary, I suppose it could be, but it's like, uh, just, just why would you hire someone to play the cousin and...
2: Because they didn't hire they, just... the, they didn't hire the next companion yet until that point yet that's why I...
0: I know but it's just so like they could have they could have said it like tragically like it was her twin sister yeah that would have been even worse yeah, like, that would oh worked. my god oh my god her sister was killed in this event no her identical cousin
2: I think if she was killed in that event she wouldn't have gone with the doctor. Do you know what I mean? Because I think twin Ooh, twins. I don't
0: know, because that could have been a could No, could I think good, I like, think twins to tension builder. Yeah,
2: yeah, but but she was but Mar- okay. Martha was meant to be the rebound. I don't think you'd be a rebound or actually have do you know if they, if you knew that they were responsible for killing your twin
0: sister. No, because you wouldn't know it. You would have it as like a tension thing that builds through a season as she finds out. Why are we talking about this? It has nothing to do with it has yeah, nothing to, to do with back to Unquiet quite Dead. Yeah, back to it. For fuck's sake. <laughs> it's, just it's just so fun to talk about everything.
2: Other than the episode we're it talking about.
0: Outside of it, yeah. But we always come it's a with, great episode.
2: Because each episode brings up a new point. And trust me, like next, ne- the next yeah. episode, the next episode, trust me, will be probably like an hour and a half about all this stuff we could bring up about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah. But, back to this episode. Um...
0: Yeah, it's. It's. I think. Yeah. So, the. The Vincent. What I was going to say, right? So, this has uh, the best Vincent and the Doctor scene.
2: That's not Vincent and the Doctor. I think.
0: And by that, I mean. By that, I mean uh, Vincent and the Doctor. The whole, like, he goes to the art gallery and sees his work. Mm. That. I know it's an amazing kind of thing. But I honestly think that this way is better.
1: Mm, it's much just, more subtle.
0: Yeah, it's such a subtle, just in like you know, mm-hmm. he's just like he's he's a concerned like because he asks earlier in the episode, "Have I wasted my life?" Because of he like all of this, you know, <laughs> the veil that's been pulled back and the world is completely different, and he's like, "Have yeah. I wasted my life?" And so that last bit when he goes, oh, my works remembered?" He goes forever. It's like I haven't wasted my life then because he's super happy, like.
2: Yeah, I get yeah. what you mean. I think the thing so, is with Vincent and the Doctor, it's it's the dramatic irony back to Vincent and the Doctor. It's the dramatic irony of it. And it is like because let's be real, like with Charles, Dick, Dick, Charles Dickens in this episode, he could not have, he, if he was not in this episode, would it have mattered?
0: I know, mean, but not. he is a great part of this. He's the episode. a good
2: part. But it's you don't mm, he see, adds to it. He adds to it, but if you're to remove him, nothing's really taken on. The episode remains. No, from...
1: it'd still be a great, you know, murder mystery. Yeah. Sort of thing. But the thing. problem
0: is, the problem is, he is like a side. He's like the side ally of this episode. Mm-hmm. So, like the tree person from last episode, he's the side ally, and Clive from the episode before, he's the good guy who helps them, and he has an interesting part to play in it. You know, he references stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's a, it's a new, it's a it's a different type of character that you don't get usually. Yeah. Like...
2: I think, yeah, in the case of Vincent's Doctor, the point is, is that the reason why it's such a big scene about the art gallery is because you knew what happens after that, And that's, the, that's what makes it sad. Yeah. Whereas, but... whereas, Charles Dickens isn't as tragic as Vincent. Nothing else.
0: that's... It isn't. But I think it's still like, yeah, it, for what he. To the point, I would say that for what for what they did, Charles Dickens is more like. More memorable than Vincent Van Gogh, Van Gogh, whatever. Really? I, I yeah, because I would disagree with
2: that. Hmm. I would really disagree. No, because, because how of do the you fact talk about Vincent know, the Doctor?
0: I know he did art, but. Charles Dickens did words that have turned into pictures. Pictures speak louder than words, though. Yeah, do they in this case, though? Like. I mean, in relation to Doctor Who, like, the one that kind of, like, transcends this universe. So, like, you know, the thing. I know that they do the whole Vincent draws the or paints paints the TARDIS exploding. But mm. the Doctor like, you know that's a very it's a weird one because it's like you use that character to set up something. Whereas Charles Dickens never gets to do that. Mm. He is his story is unchanged. Whereas Vincent Van Gogh suddenly becomes some, like, prophet for the Doctor. Which doesn't really make much sense.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I will. It's probably, like, the the tractor. Because, especially of what it meant, Vincent and the Doctor, where you sort of suddenly realise, no, he's just getting something beamed into his head.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Is Vincent the Doctor of... With... No. That's not the one with the vampires, is it?
2: No, that, that that was *Vampires of Venice*. No, that was
0: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's in the title. I, mean, I could have got that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, but it's it's one of those. Vincent the Doctor is one where the historical character is a big focus. Yeah. Whereas this is one where he's a side character. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's along for no, the yeah, right, rather than
1: I... the Doctor helping. Yeah. This historical figure.
0: Which is probably why I f- enjoy this more. Because they're just along for the ride as well. They're not the they are not the most important person in this entire story. Yeah. Because they don't have to yeah, be. Yeah.
1: I
2: think what else do you so obviously we get like back like the doctor gets um, crossed at the end, um because we could see it a mile off um and
0: right, who's it get crossed with?
2: No, he gets Rose. no. He gets crossed by the 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 what's it called? Oh right, yeah, yeah. He get, yeah he, the Gelf. The gulf. He get he gets crossed by them, and um, yeah.
0: I feel like um, that you can see that coming miles off. Rose's argument is a bit like why when she's like, "Oh, but you can't. They're dead people," and it's like, "Yeah, but you literally heard with them saying." We're gonna die. Yeah. So mm. I know it makes it makes some sense, but it also is a bit like how dumb is she meant to be if she can't understand something that she literally got told.
2: Yeah. I think it's the denial aspect. Uh,
0: I dunno, it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. But it's
2: a decent episode.
0: But I feel like it I've is. said a lot. So
2: again, it's not much to say because it's, it's quite literally uh, something happens at the theater, then they go to that house.
0: Yeah, I think the thing yeah. is that I, it's I really like this episode, so I don't know, like, I don't yeah, yeah. really hate on it's it not, too like, much. It's not like it's so... not like it's the
2: episode before, where it is dated so horrifically.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah the... and tries
2: to be all futuristic and that edgy sort of like. And it's so.
0: The problem is that yeah, futuristic stuff. So... Um, if you look, if you look at futuristic stuff in film or TV or anything, there was a lot of futuristic stuff that was like, um, I'm thinking like Running Man and stuff like this, where it's all. I think it's Running Man, but it's all like you know, a kind of post-apocalyptic-ish place. You know, it's all like, it's all grimy and dirty. And then you get the flip side where it's all like it's all kind of angelic and pr- like pristine. Like, and this was, yeah. This was like, yeah. I do not even know it. Would, it tried to be the like the nice side, but it just didn't. You, you hit it. You just it, tried to. Com- yeah, it just didn't had, work.
2: You just tried to compare Running Man to Blade Runner.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. But yeah. I, I haven't seen Blade Runner, but yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. Both by, like, set
1: around now,
0: really.
2: Yeah.
1: Or should be. Mm.
2: No, 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 no. it was set in 2019, yeah. first of
0: all. But mm. yeah, it's like, it's the fact that this, also the fact that um, this, like, if you've been to Cardiff, there are some, like, parts where you'll be like, oh, I've seen that place.
2: Yeah, it's up there in
0: Brecon. And it's, oh, that's the other thing. They can do references in this episode, and it works. They can do cultural stuff and it works because they're not, like, they're not going. Oh, here's toxic <laughs> you know, on a on a jukebox <laughs> in in five billion years in the future, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it classical
0: music, it doesn't sit right with me. That just but like this when he's like fanboying over the works of Charles Dickens, it works because. You know about it and it works for the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the entire episode is being done in the style of, you know, a, a Dickens oh, it novel is. or short story.
2: Yeah. And that's why I think the style, because it's directed by Eurus again, who did last episode.
1: Mm hmm. And. I think he did the first
2: as well. Eurus Lyn did. No, that was uh, Keith. Someone.
0: Ah, okay. Keith. It was Keith. It was
2: Keith. But Eurus who who's done a lot of Doctor Who episodes. He, he, yeah, he. Um, the, you can definitely ch- see the style changes from this one f- to the last episode. Like, like, I'm sorry the last one. show. Yeah, it does, but it just goes to show you that, like, what made the first, that one so hurt, Like, I wouldn't say it's a terribly bad written episode, but the way it looks and how it moves, it's quite bad.
1: Yeah, whereas Unquiet Dead is so much more natural in the way that it's shot, yeah. it's, in the way that linear. everything, like, flows. Yeah. 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 Well, it's it's like, a there's, linear there's story. There's no, like, like multiple storylines going on.
2: Because Ursula Lin also did uh, and Claw, uh, what's it called, uh, Girl in the Fireplace, Idiot's Lantern, Fear Her... Don't know. He, did, he also did the one that every kid shat his pants over. Uh, Silence in the library in the forest of the dead.
0: With Steve Pemberton.
2: Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I, no. When when Donna take <laughs> when Donna takes the veil. Oh, oh
0: no! That, don't, no, don't, that's then. like mm.
2: that is like.
0: We'll get to that
2: one. Yep. Yeah, eventually, that one. That was scarring. I need. Oh, um, absolutely! I needed end of time part one.
0: Too. Yeah, but I think the fact is that this episode, we, f- I know Rose gets separated from the Doctor again, but she gets separated, and then the Doctor follows. Yeah, so mm. you're still you're still in the moment, the whole time. You're not like there's not many like kind of jump cuts or like that like there is at the start really, but then, you follow the people, and that's better. Like. There's no kind of, here's what Rose is doing, here's what the Doctor's doing, here's what Rose is... Because is it? it gets time... It gets tedious and tiresome. And yeah. You kind of think, like, why am I watching the Doctor and his companion if they're not together? Yeah. To put it simply. Hmm. But anyway, have you got... Uh, what do you guys want to say about this episode?
2: Nothing more than... Because th- I've talked a lot. Nothing more than what, what has already been said. I think... It's it's very simple. This is simple. This is an example of a simple story, just done.
1: Yeah, it's a simple good story. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. Well, that's the that's the Charles Dickensness of the episode, is not it? Like it's yeah, quite simple. I think, yeah, but I
1: think
2: but... also coming off the last the last episode, this is a lot better um, in just in terms in everything.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'd say that this was the first, like, mm. scary episode of the Mon series.
2: Oh, no, no, no. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. Plastic Mickey. I really? Say... Plastic Mickey. No, but
0: Plastic <laughs> the... Mickey isn't scary. Oh, he is scary to maybe some little kids, but he's not, like, scary, scary. He's, like, weird, scary.
1: Mm, but this one seems to be like it's got you know ghosts flying around. It's got you know people with with like possessed eyes. You got you know oh, yeah. like dead bodies like Zombies. being reanimated. You got all the all of this creepy lighting. You know it's it's much more horror, also, like supernatural horror
0: focused. How? How can anyone think the Gelf are good when the first thing they do? is kill someone. They snap the guy's neck. Uh, uh, like
2: Yeah. Or when they or I like how like the girls like changes colour.
0: Oh right, to red.
2: Yeah. But here's the thing the orange. But here's the thing. Shouldn't they be more dangerous when they're blue?
1: Yeah, because you know, blue <laughs> fire is hotter than orange fire. Yeah,
0: I guess, but it's all, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because it's just a weird like thing. Blue. You're not meant to. You're not meant to break that down.
2: Blue's a bit more for good color than red is.
0: That's that's yeah. the whole point of yeah. it. Like that's that's why they do it. But but, but... but
2: scientifically, it doesn't make
0: sense. <laughs> scientifically, no. <laughs> this episode's wrong. This episode of a time-travelling show... Is, is wrong. wrong. Anyway. Uh, anyway, Greg, have you got anything else you want to add?
1: Um, not really, no. that Just that I just really like this one. Yeah, yeah. It's the first one that I've actually, like, truly... Said, you know, like, seen as... You know, like, one of the best.
0: Yeah, it's a very enjoyable episode. Hmm. So... Uh, James, what would you what would you rate this out of ten?
2: Um, I would rate this. Let's say, we gave a five to what's it? I'm probably going to the say one. yeah. I'll say seven. I'll say seven. All
0: right. Greg, what are you going to give out of ten?
1: Probably a seven point five, if I'm being honest. It, I think this is my highest rated of the season so far.
2: Mm, I'd still say. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's obviously a competition at the moment between this and. I'm interested about what next. I'm going to think of next week. Uh, not next week's. The next episode. Yeah. Like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like next but, um, week's
2: is going to be interesting. I think that one's going to be. See. Yeah.
0: I would give it an eight. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's the best so far. Because it it doesn't jump around. No, it's a story. It's to the point. And we follow hmm. the story. And if it had jumped around a bit too much, if it had jumped around more like the end of the world, it would not have worked. Like, no. It has got some jumps, but it's a very it's, linear story, yeah. as I said, and that's, it's easy to follow. It's like.
2: It's aged better. It's memorable. It's aged better than the previous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, more happens in it.
1: Yeah, it feels much more like Doctor Who than End of the World.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's an instant... So, I think uh, End of the World, you start off and it's a very, like, here's the other people. Here's the people. Here's the people again. Whereas this one, it's like, you start off with the kind of cold open bit and, you know, it's showing you the, like... Gwyneth and the old guy. Don't know what his name is. Mm. And it's like it's straight into it once the Doctor and Rose appear.
2: Yeah,
1: it doesn't. It, like, yeah, rather than waiting for the story to actually happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there's probably like 10, 10 maybe fifteen minutes of the last episode where it's slow and like you're like, yeah. oh, when's something gonna happen? Yeah. Whereas this one, it's straight away. It doesn't waste its time. you yeah, you're hooked instantly on this one, and. You don't lose the hook throughout the episode because it keeps going. Hmm. So, yeah, I think it's overall just a better episode. And I think that'll do it for this one. Go and watch episode one and two of uh, Clive Shed. I was about to say today in Doctor Who, but it's not that. <laughs> Only on YouTube. You know, exclu- exclusivity on this one. Well, no, because you can't get another three. Uh, No, I just can't be bothered. (laughs) 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 No, it's 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 an exclusive thing to YouTube because like, yeah, why not? Like, we've got. I feel like we have to have something that's exclusive to YouTube, so this will be it. And uh, go watch today and film or listen to on the podcast stuff. And I'll see you next week for Boomtown, I think Yeah, boom time. No,
2: *Angels of London*, *World War
0: 3 Okay then. Are we doing? (laughs) All right, we'll decide. It's too bad. See you next time. See you next time, See you then.